Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And uh, today I'm, we want to talk about a scripture that's kind of been rolling around in my spirit for the last little while. And, and Jeremiah 29, 11 in the King James Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you an expected end. And the King James Bible says expected end as a result or an outcome or a belief. And like I said, a lot of people would, would read this and just really see all the you know, positive things that are happening in a person's life. But this mm-hmm. scripture was actually, Jeremiah actually quoted this when Israel was in a time of um, um, captivity. Ca- yeah, captivity, or they were actually imprisoned by other yeah. another nation. Being led into uh, exile. Different parts of the uh, promised land were being split up with the Assyrians, and some people were going actually to Babylon and where Nebuchadnezzar was. And if you read the book of Daniel, that's where all that took place, yep. and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And God was saying, even through all that's happening, he says, mm-hmm. you need to have an expected end. And I have these thoughts of peace and not evil. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when we're going through things, I think a lot of times we think, well, where's God in this? And I think yeah. God is reminding us, wait a minute, I'm always there. Yeah. Be involved in where you are and what you're going through right now. Yeah. And I think it, that verse, I mean, it works super well with today's culture and atmosphere, what's going on, the pandemic. And, and a lot of us would read that and go, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. We'd go, okay, then take us out of this. Take us, yeah. l- get us out of here right now and bring it back to normal. Let's go home from captivity. Yeah, That's let's what we're go believing home. For. Yeah, yeah, we're praying for our future. Yeah, getting out of captivity. And, and what he's saying, he's saying this to them as they're going into it. But like you did say, he, there's an end. That's the hope he's giving them. Yeah. But even amongst it, I think you read it uh, previously where he says, like, uh, build houses, Mm -hmm. build gardens. Like, he's leading them into exile, but saying flourish and prosper in that. In that exile, yeah. Because they were going to be there for 70 years. Jeremiah prophesied it. 70 years they were going to be in exile to Babylon. Mm -hmm. And God is like, while you're there, like you say, build houses, plant gardens, Mm -hmm. take wives, Give your sons and daughters to have husbands and wives, have children, increase, and pray for the peace of the city mm-hmm. that you've been made captive mm-hmm. in. And so that takes a different kind of faith. Yeah. And and I think that's something we've been talking about um, just even before we started recording, just talking about these different types of faith. And so in this instance where they're being led into um, exile, into captivity, um it almost goes back to Hebrews 11 um, after the Hall of uh, Fame. Fame. Heroes of Faith, they call <laughs> the it. The Hall yeah. of Faith, um, where you have a bunch of people who died, but it was enduring faith. that, And so maybe that lines up with that same kind of, um, even amongst, even in what's happening, there's an enduring faith to thrive and persevere and come out the other end. Come out the other end. Have an expected end. Yeah. Of what God's really promised. 
because verse 12, 13, and 14 kind of really tells us that if you call upon me, God says, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will listen unto you or hearken unto you. And if you seek me, I'll find you. If you search for me with all your heart, I will be found of you, saith the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so in, in, in our hardships or in our struggles, like when we relate this to what's happening now, um, you know, in anybody's life, everybody has certain things that are going on. And sometimes we think, well, I guess we have no faith because everything's just not going smooth. Mm-hmm. And God is like, no, no, I'm still there. I know yeah. the thoughts I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts yeah. of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. So we still need to expect that God is there mm-hmm. in our situation, expect that we're going to get through this situation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think about Daniel, that we mentioned Daniel, and I'm thinking, remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They went into a fiery furnace. Yep. Well, most of us would say, okay, let's pray to God that we are delivered before the fiery furnace. Yeah, exactly. Let's pray that it rains and hails, and we have such a storm that it puts out the furnace. Yeah. But it didn't. God didn't do that. Yeah. Well, let's pray that somehow the king changes his mind. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't do that. Mm -hmm. They actually got thrown into the fire. Yeah. But they came out the other side. And so it's like... Yeah. When I read that a few times and I thought about it, I thought they actually had to go through something to mm-hmm. see the supernatural on the other side. Totally. He expected it. Daniel had to actually get thrown in the lion's den. Yeah. He didn't believe God to not get thrown in. Well, yeah. he maybe believed God, I hope I don't get thrown in. Yeah. Right? But when he did, he had faith to come out the other end alive. Yeah. And it was like, you have to actually sometimes go through things. Sometimes when people talk about faith, they get the idea that everything is going to just always be rosy yep. and good and we never go through anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful picture of like the furnace and, and Daniel in the lion's den. And there's, and there's more. Multiple stories. Multiple yeah. stories. But it's the God who stands in the fire with us. It's the God who's mm-hmm. in with the lions with us. Yep. So it's enduring in those moments with the God who stands with you in that situation where we are so, um, just as people, the second we get into a hard thing, we're praying to get out of that hard thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes there's, um, God's trying to speak to us and, and, and show us how we can, um, endure and persevere and get through it. And then sometimes even thrive in through it. those in it. And so, yeah. And that's kind of what he was telling Israel there. Thrive in yeah. Babylon. Yeah. Have families, plant gardens, enjoy life there. Yeah. Because you're going to be there for a while till these things, till mm-hmm. some things get sorted out. And you can, you can thrive within sometimes in some hardships and things that are going yep. on. We always want to believe our way out of everything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I have an expected end. I'm always yep. saying, you know, you got you to gotta look, you got to have a result. Yep. God is, you know, God is not telling you just to sit there and I'll give you an expected end. He's, he's really saying you need to have an expected end. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting this to be? Yeah. You know? And, and in that, it's, again, like from what you can read here in Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12 and 13 is um, in those situations, those moments where you would instead pray to get out of those things. Um, He's saying, seek me. Even in this moment, seek me 
and and you'll find me and seek me with all your heart and call upon me so there's there's this action even in the discomfort to continue to look to him to press on mm-hmm. um, with your eyes set on him rather than set on getting out of the thing that you're in right and sometimes what people when they are in a situation or have a problem or when things aren't don't seem to be going right they somehow think that maybe God is against them now or they mm-hmm. haven't pleased God yeah. or God isn't involved. Yeah. But God says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord. I always mm-hmm. like to call that God's like double thinking about each person. Yeah. <laughs> I know the thoughts I think towards you, so the thoughts of peace and yeah. not evil. He yeah. specifically said, I think about peace towards you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're going through, I'm still thinking about yeah. peace. See, God never has bad thoughts about us. You know, mm. sometimes we think, well, maybe God is thinking bad about us. That's why I'm in this situation I'm mm. in now. Yeah. Right? And sometimes, yeah, we've maybe made bad choices and got in situations, but it wasn't God who put us yeah. in there. It was our choices that we made. Uh, yeah. we, we're not good at listening to him. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, God never thinks badly of us. He always has good thoughts. And he's never trying to pay us back because of something we did or something we yeah. said or something we thought through the bad situation. And I think if we can see past that a lot of times, then the expected end becomes easier to mm. look for look for, and believe for. Yeah, that's good. You know, um, I used to think, man, something bad's happening. I guess I messed up. I guess God's ticked with me. Yeah. I guess I must have not prayed good enough. Yeah. Maybe I didn't give a big enough offering. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I didn't read my Bible enough this week. Yeah. And so sometimes I think when we're going, and God is like reminding us all through Scripture, mm. stuff the Scriptures you shared and the Scriptures that we've read, is that I'm in all those situations in the sense of I'm looking for good and not evil to come, yeah. to come towards you. This time when Jeremiah was prophesying, and then when we read the book of Daniel, and we, t- we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, mm. in the fiery furnace, and Daniel in the lion's den. I think it's connected to, to something that God said through Jeremiah back here when he said, well, you, you're going to be in captivity for 70 years, so you know I want you to build a life there. I want you to enjoy it as much as you can. I want you to have gardens. I want you to you know, uh, build families there. And he said that I also want you to pray for the peace of that city or the peace of that country. And he says, for in the peace thereof, you shall have peace. Mm. And peace is one of these spiritual forces if you want to call it that have the ability to get you to that expected end yeah it seems like fear pushes you away from that expected end yeah but peace kind of brings you to that expected end and Mm -hmm. i can actually really see shadrach meshach and abednego stepping off at the end of whatever that was Mm -hmm. in that plank or whatever they were on that road into that fiery furnace in peace. Mm. I can see Daniel being cast into the lion's den mm-hmm. in peace. Mm-hmm. And both those stories coming out with an expected end yeah. that God's going to deliver them. Yeah. And Jesus said, you know, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you, mm-hmm. not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And I think what Jesus is saying is, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It could be the best thing in the world. It can be one of the worst things mm-hmm. in the world. I've given you the ability to have peace through that. I have given you the ability to use that supernatural peace Mm -hmm. to be able to stand in whatever situation you are in right now. And I think a lot of of us can talk about our testimonies when we first got saved. Mm -hmm. And I know you were on the oil rigs. Yeah. And you got saved while you were on the rigs. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, I mean, again, it goes back to um, if you want to look at it in that sort of way, like I could feel like I was in exile or in a different territory in the oil field because now I'm this believer and that is not at all how that or what that industry is known for. (laughs) So... Um, I could I could do the classic Christian thing and be like, okay, God, now take me out away get from out this. Here, get yeah. get me out of here. But instead, I chose um, to do like this was saying, like have to have peace and to operate in that peace in the environment I was in. And I can um, actually say, um, and and I know this from from my prayer with the Lord that he had me there for a season and I knew it was just a season and again so that's where I think that, that peace expected end was that expected end and so in that I walked in every day going how can I bring peace to this place how can I help this business thrive and how can I be a hard worker and show that it's because I'm working for God and not for what this boss is saying or what these right. and in that and even witness your Christian life to unbelievers. Totally. Like cold has changed. Yeah. He's not swearing like he used to exactly. swear. Exactly. He's not talking like he used to talk. And, and they saw that. And so there was even times where um, the guys would be in a circle we're in, and just chatting and, and someone's throwing out jokes and then they'd go, oh, Colton's here. So they would stop swearing. <laughs> yeah. um, and and I honestly think it changed the atmosphere of that place in, in a good way, like camaraderie between other workers and the efficiency in what we're doing. I'm not saying it's me, mm-hmm. but the peace of the Lord allowing me to operate and thrive and 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 seek Him and reveal Him even in what might seem like exile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, being that witness, but I've also heard people say sometimes when you're a believer in the midst of an environment where everybody's an unbeliever and you think you're going to be getting ridiculed, yeah. they almost come under the, the hand of God in their life because you're there. They kind of come in, like I've heard people say, kind of on the coattails of some believer. Totally. So now they're protected. Yep. Their sight runs smoother. Yep. Um Everybody's a little more happy. That's what was happening. They're not even sure, yeah. but they're thinking, this has got to be connected because this is not normal. This is mm-hmm. connected to somehow what Colton's brought in here. Yeah. So that's what, uh, and through that, eventually God moved you on. But through that, you didn't go to work fearful every day. No. Nope. You could have apprehension, of course, because, yep. oh, what are the guys going to say today? Or mm-hmm. or you might want to share something and you're not sure how they might, yep. might take it. Yeah. But I mean, not in the sense of where you're in fear like there's yeah. such a difference between godly peace and demonic fear. Yeah, totally. And when you're in fear, that expected end seems to never come. Seems yeah. to just be in the distance and you get yourself yeah. into this cycle of never getting out of something. So. Yeah, and I think when you walk in fear, you it's also another way to say it is like you walk thinking that those things can get on you then. Right. And then that those the bad things that are happening in that situation mm-hmm. are now going to happen to you. Whereas I think someone who's mature in their faith, who, who is asking God in every situation, why do you have me here? And for how long? What's the purpose? Then walks with an authority of going, even though I might be among these people, what, what's on them isn't going to get on me. Yep. And I can love them 
with that thought too. Mm-hmm. So then I'm not acting in this like standoffish, like, well, I don't hang out with those people. Get me out of this situation. I can then actually address those people out of love, out yeah. of peace. There's such a, sometimes people don't like people using the term uh, spiritual force. Well, peace is a spiritual force. Mm-hmm. Faith is a spiritual force. Yeah. Joy is a spiritual force. It is though. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Like when we walk in those things, they produce yeah. what they were intended to produce. Totally. Because they're supernatural. Yeah. Yep. You can tell it's a spiritual force. I mean, all you have to do is walk into a room. Yeah. And, and if you walk into that room with joy and laughter, it turns that room around eventually, especially yeah. if they work full of joy and laughter. Yeah. yeah. Or peace. Yeah. Like I said, walk into a room with peace. We've got testimonies where we walk yep. in and people say, oh, you're bringing peace with you. Yeah. Or confidence with you. Yeah. And so, yeah, those things are, are powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's probably a good discussion we had today. Yep. Um, in the sense, what do you want to remind people about as we leave? Yeah. I would just say um, today as we go... Um, remember that though the water may come, it will not overtake you. Though you stand in the fire, you will not be burned. Um, And that is because there is a trust and a peace and an assurance in who Jesus is and what he has said, the promises he has said. So just encourage you, if God has spoken a promise into your life, believe that promise and actively act on it. Um, Have a good day.